Hey guys, welcome back. This is Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. And so today's episode, we are talking about pivoting within a pandemic. So what we mean by this is how you basically go from doing what you were doing before to having to deal with lack of gyms, maybe lack of nutrition, not really knowing what's going on to now still kind of not really knowing because some gyms are closed, some gyms are open. Uh, but just going back into an open world, I guess you could say where gyms are back open, uh, as well as, you know, what has changed because a lot has changed in the past year. Walter and I have changed tremendously in the past year. So what we're talking about is how you can discover a new you kind of in terms of the gym, your fitness, physical, mental, don't laugh. I know it's cheesy. I thought it was pretty good. Sounds really better than what we discussed in the beginning. (laughs) Finding a new you. A new you. New year, new you. Yeah. So, Walter, how have you pivoted? I don't know. Um, Okay. So, (laughs) to me, it's been about discovering the other doors, which I never before. Um, Before, when we had the luxury of working out in the gym, I worked out in the gym. I lifted weights, heavy things, and put them down. Lift it up, put it down. And then my cardio consisted of walking up the stairs um, on a Stairmaster uh, or maybe using an elliptical. I hated it. I hated everything about it. Cardio sucks. Yeah. Generally, you know. Um, now, through the glory of COVID, I have found that I love to be outdoors. So I'm biking a couple of hours. I'm running, which again, I never thought I would do. Walking, maybe, but actually going for a run in the morning was unheard of. Yeah. And, and I'm seriously considering, you know, racing, doing, if not a, a duathlon, trying for a triathlon because I love yeah. to swim as well. So that's going to completely alter my body type yes, and, sure. and what I feel I am capable of. But as I, uh, I just see it as a brand new beginning. There's a whole new thing that I can discover. Absolutely. Uh, Will I actually change entirely and give up bodybuilding? I don't think so. Yeah. But I also have to realize that, you know, at 64, um, you know, what, what is bodybuilding giving me that I can't get from another sport as well? Absolutely. I mean, I'm in this. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. So at the start I did my show. Um, I was very interested my whole life. I started with fitness more so for the rugby and that quickly changed to, I want to look good. I want to look a certain way. Cause I hate the way I look. Uh, and that kind of stuck with me for the past, like what, 10 years, I guess it was really hard to kind of deal with because I was so focused in on becoming this person that I had thought of 10 years ago. And that image never really came out of my mind. Um, and I thought I was doing myself a disservice if I didn't become that person. Cause I thought if I got to be this person, if I got to be this let's say 225 pounds, 8% body fat, dude, all these things that I thought would, would happen would come to me, you know, the respects, the, uh, the girls, the, the money, the sponsorships, uh, the, the fame on Instagram or on bodybuilding stages, like all that stuff. Um, and so I kind of stuck with it. Right. And I'm not saying I, I love the process of bodybuilding. I really do love it. I love seeing my body change and I love seeing how strong I can get. Uh, and seeing how far I can push myself. And I, I needed that. I definitely did need that to learn where I should have been going. And as Walter had mentioned, you know, when the gym shut down, I didn't really have anything. I was working out at home. So 
at first it was small, you know, I was able to get into a garage gym to do a couple of workouts. My cardio consisted of hit though. Um, you know, my old rugby boxing day workouts where I was doing a bit more burpee style, you know, high intensity style cardio throughout the, uh, throughout COVID though, I did my show, all that kind of happens. And when I had my health scare with my kidneys after the show, that's where things really began to pivot because I started realizing I really do love this sport, but it's going to kill me because I know how far I want to take it. And I know how far I'm willing to push myself and pushing myself to that point will kill me uh, if I keep going. So I thought of what is the happy medium uh, is still competing in something, still doing the strength training that I love, still pushing myself. So I went, as Walter said, I started to get back into boxing. So I'm doing the running, I'm doing more of the cardio. I found my love for outdoors again, uh, snowboarding, all that kind of stuff. It's just what I used to enjoy doing that I kind of gave up because I was like, it's not bodybuilding lifestyle. So as Walter said, it's going to change my body. It's going to change my mentality, I guess. It's going to be different, but I think it's going to be in a good way. For me, bodybuilding can be a little toxic. And I think for most people that compete, they can agree it will be a little bit toxic. When you switch over to something that allows you a little bit more freedom in terms of what you're eating, it allows you a little more freedom in terms of what you're working that day. If you want to go into the gym and instead of doing chest and biceps because it's a Monday, you go in and you're like, you know, I feel like doing more of an intuitive workout where I do this, this, and this. If I feel like doing a bit of chest, I'll do a bit of chest. Um, not that I'm doing that right now, but you know, I'm still pretty structured, but it feels good to know that I can do that without too much distress, I guess is the word on my mentality. Uh, because again, if I missed a day of working out, you know, if I missed my six days a week and I didn't get my cardio in exactly 45 minutes a day or 90 minutes a day, whatever I was doing for that prep, I would, I would be a mess. I would only be thinking about that. You know, if I missed a little bit of cardio today, I only was able to do about 20 minutes of cardio today, just high intensity. I'm fine with that. Cause you know, it's not that important at the minute, right? Mm. What's more important is did I get my workout in? Do I feel okay? Did it, uh, you know, am I, am I happy with what I accomplished in the gym? And yeah. So I think for me, the pivot has been more of a mental shift in terms of I'm just more okay with being me. I'm not too worried about how I'm looking all the time. I'm not too worried about that. I worry more about like, am I performing well? Am I able just to get a workout in my, my progress is now measured more so in how am I feeling that day? How is my cardio levels? Am I able to complete this run? Am I able to feel good and feel, you know, that dopamine runners high after a workout? I, that's what I want now. It's not, oh man, I'm super sore and I'm dead and I'm tired. And oh man, I just maxed out on bench press and hit, you know, three plates. Give me my rice and protein. Yeah. It's not that, you know, as I was talking to Walter uh, before this, we both haven't eaten since what you said 12 or so. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That's unheard of. That's unheard of about two months ago. That was, that would be, oh my God, the catabolic muscle t tissue is dying, right? So it's, it's just nice to be in a position where you don't have to worry too much, but you're also still competing for something that you can see linear progress. It's very, I think the progress is a little bit more linear, right? I could be wrong, you know, depending mm. on your sport, but for us, it's a little bit more linear now. And it, it's, it's good to see that. It's good to feel that too. It's interesting, too, because I was reading an article last week that talked about the, uh, the North American view of fitness versus the European view. Right. 
North American is very much, did you go to the gym? What did you do? What's your workout? What kind of workout do you do? Yeah. In Europe, it's more a matter of, well, what activities do you do? Right. You know, and I find I'm becoming more activity based now in that mm -hmm. I love riding my bike. I yeah. love being outdoors and feeling the wind. And, and I even I, I'm arranging now there's a ride from you take your bike and on the train to Niagara Falls and you bike back. Yeah. So I'm arranging with some of my friends to do that. In the For next those who don't know, that's about what would you say? A four hour, five hour bike ride? Yeah. Back? Yeah. Bike ride. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Um, like it's a scenic, it's a scenic. Yeah. All along the water. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, I would never have thought about that before, but it's an activity. It's not putting in my two hours a day, every day at the gym. Oh, and it's chest day. It's back day. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. So I think that can be for most people more of a long-term fitness approach. Yeah. Than what we were going for just as got to, got to put muscle mass on, got to put muscle mass on. Got to be as on. lean as I can. Got to be as lean as I can. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah. So, and it's interesting. You say, it's interesting. You say that about the activity levels. Cause I think both of us have done this with clients that say, what is your activity? Oh, well, I play like soccer twice a week. I'm like, all right. So your cardio is like what? 30 minutes twice a week. It's not even you played soccer twice a week. It's your cardio was 30 minutes yeah. twice a week. Right. And I wouldn't necessarily classify that. Cause I'm just like, you know, it's cardio. It's not your workout. But it's not taking into effect, into account rather, the uh, the needs of a soccer player in terms exactly. of leg movement, pushing, pulling, exactly. changing direction. Yeah. You know, um, we we're just thinking cardio. Well, and this is it. We're not, and I just want to clarify this. We're both not saying you don't need your workouts because we both definitely are strength training every day still. It's just, it's more performance-based. And yeah. You know, I've, I've injured myself way too many times to care about hitting 315 pounds on a bench rest. Would I love to? Sure. Will it happen? Probably not. Cause you know, it's dangerous. It's not really suited to my goal and I don't really care. Even as a bodybuilder, it wasn't necessary. You know, machine presses are way better. Hammer strength presses are way better for that. Um, the, the needless ego in the gym, because I wanted to prove something to myself in terms of, you know, how much weight I could lift, but it wasn't to prove something to myself necessarily. It was to show Instagram. It's like, Hey, and we talked about this last week with, uh, you know, Ryan Crowley injuring his pack. It was to show, Hey, look at what I can do in the gym. And what would be cool to me is, you know, instead of that, it's like, Hey, look at how fit I am and look at how healthy I'm living my life now and show that to people instead. Right. It's, it is still a healthy lifestyle. Bodybuilding when you're close to prep is, or when you're in prep is not the healthiest thing. The off season is, is healthy, right? If you're doing your cardio, it's healthy, but I would like to see, you know, you know, I went for a run for the first time since high school and I was able to go for about 20 minutes before my lungs were like collapsing on me. And I'm like, sure. That's, it's still impressive, I guess, but it, if for somebody who hasn't run in that long, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, as humans, we were meant to be hunters and, we're meant to chase after things. We're meant to get that endorphin high. Why, why do we have the ability to run if we can't run? Right. Or so won't run. Or won't run. Won't yeah. Run. Yeah. Run. Getting out in nature is one of the best things you can do. Right. And I'm excited because it's getting to the point now, you know, I can go outside for my cardio. I don't have to be locked in a basement that is completely dark. It is a little cold in the morning. I basically just have to watch a YouTube video where I can go outside. 
I can listen to the birds. I can listen to the rain. If it's raining, uh, podcast, whatever it is, it's more, I'm more in the moment there. I think that's the important, which is, is odd because when you think about it as well, when you're actually lifting, yeah, you're in the moment. There is something that that's almost, uh, um, meditative about yeah. you know as you're pushing in the breath and everything else but that moment doesn't last very long whereas you can run for hours yeah once you get good at it i think yeah. well we'll circle back to our original point after this but i think with cardio i think the breathing and the meditative techniques you have to use to keep going and to kind of clear your mind to be like, you got this, you got this. It's not hard. We can go into the gym and do a 12, 12 rep bench press set. We don't really have to think about it. It's not, you know, it's not a push. It's just push. Yeah. There's no, there is breathing involved, but as you said, it's not a consistent breaking through the barrier, breaking through the next wall, breaking through the next wall. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I do like about this idea of the cardio. It's like, can I break through that next wall? Um, Whereas with bodybuilding, it's just, you know, you wake up one day and you're starving and you just wish you could eat. Can you break through that wall? And it's not as consistent. So I do like the aspect of this, like cardio hit style routine with the boxing and that, that I, it's consistent breaking through the walls to see how far I can push myself within reason, obviously. So go back to it's the original, sorry. In some respects, that's interesting because in some respects, you're talking about CrossFit type yeah, training. Kind of. Um, <laughs> True. With more attention to form perhaps <laughs> yeah um sorry to circle back i guess to our pivot point like what we're talking about here and again what the purpose of this podcast was this episode was was to say it's not a bad thing if you have to pivot you know if you obviously you know if your goal is to become an ifbb pro bodybuilder and mine was you know i had a major health scare and i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon i'm not giving up bodybuilding but I don't think it's going to happen for a long, long time if I go back into it. Right. And I say a long time, like five to 10 years, somewhere in that range. Um, it's, it's what is important to you. And right now what is important to me is focusing more on everything, like how I feel instead of just how I look. And uh, that's where the pivot came from. And I think the pandemic kind of did help in that sense to make us realize like, yeah, it's, it's more like take care of yourself, you know? You got to worry about that stuff once in a while. Exactly. Any last points? I think that's it. I think, I think evolution, pivoting is part of evolution. And as, yeah. as beings throughout our lives, we evolve different stages, different stages. Yeah. You know, my age and with my clientele, activity-based is more what it's all about. You know, Absolutely. I'm not going to try and turn another 60-year-old into an IFBB pro. <laughs> but... I can use the weights to help them get into the shape that will allow them to go on that hiking tour for three weeks of walking that yeah. they want to do with a backpack on their back and stuff like that. And that's amazing because um, as my approach, as I evolve and as I age, I want to keep giving new things, new things to people to allow them to enjoy their lives in that way and be as active yeah. as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So. Bodybuilding was exactly what I needed when I needed it. Right now, it's not what I need. Yeah. And I think that's what people have to realize. It's like, I'm not giving it up. It's just not what I need right now. And it is a need. Like bodybuilding was a need. It was a mental need for me. It was a physical need for me. Right now, it's not. 
And I think is the same goes for you, right? It's not a physical need. Mm-hmm. It's not a mental need right now. And it, the best part is part of the reason why is we just can't do it right now. So it's kind of yeah. like the perfect storm for both of us, at least if, and again, to the listeners, if you guys are in this position, take a look, take a step back, figure out, you know, what do you want in life in terms of the whole picture? If it's, you want a successful business, you want this, you want that, you know, six meals a day, um, trying to force down calories where it would take you like an hour to meet your meals, just to put on an extra pound of muscle mass. But you're, maybe you're trying to become a CEO of a company. You don't have time necessarily for that. And it's not wrong to give up on that because maybe you're not, but you're just pivoting into a new challenge. And for me, that was boxing. That's why I chose boxing to get back into that. Cause it is, it is a challenge uh, to get punched in the face. You're also a new business owner. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that as well. I am a co-owner of a supplement company now. So it is a big deal for me to actually have to pivot. So I don't, you know, have half my day in the gym, I guess. Yeah. Uh, even though at this point it still is because, you know, I just do call, I'm taking calls while I'm working out right now. And, but if I was actually in the bodybuilding stage, I would be pissed off doing that right now. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, that's that pivot. Name guys. the company. Canadian Ask Fuel me. Nutrition. Thank you. Canadian Fuel Nutrition. Go check there it out, go. guys. I'm so, proud of them. Thank you. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, you guys just have to really take a look at what you want out of your life and don't think about it now. Don't think about it one to two years, maybe the long run. And as a younger guy saying this, I can kind of see that now. It's what everybody who's actually gone through this has kind of said to you before, said to me before, you know, Walter has really been like, what do you want? And like, when you're 40, what's going to happen when you're 40 and you're still, are you still going to be bodybuilding? Of course I'm going to be, am I? I mean, maybe, but for me to be 40 and living my best life in terms of doing the things I want to do, like going on hikes and being able to go hike across trails and snowboard down the Alps or something like that, or Whistler or whatever, being able to travel and, you know, walk up a set of stairs without being out of breath, shit like that's kind of important. Absolutely. Anyways, guys. Uh, I think I, I just want I'm gonna, I'm, you made me think of something I'm going to yeah say. go for it bodybuilding or weight training bodybuilding may not be with me for another 10 15 20 years but I know that weight training in some form will be yeah to keep me doing what I want to do yeah so that, absolutely that's it yeah absolutely all right guys any questions right. dm Walter at your service, Matt Smith underscore fitness or the total fitness podcast, Instagram page, leave a comment below if you guys need to. And, uh, as, as always, we accept any questions. If you guys have an idea for a podcast episode, please do. Yeah. Stay blessed. Stay breezy. Have a good day guys. Stay safe. Namaste.